Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Keiko Talks. Tonight we're talking all things Thanksgiving, holiday, Black Friday. So go ahead, cozy up, tune in, and let's get into the episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Keiko Talks. Tonight, as you can tell by the title, we are discussing Thanksgiving. Actually, Thanksgiving, by the time this drops, Thanksgiving would have been yesterday. So we hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. Um, we figured yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Why not go ahead and, um, you know, discuss. Um, so we're going to start out with, like, you know, explaining a little bit of the history of Thanksgiving, like mm-hmm. what to do. And we can talk a little bit about our traditions that we're looking forward to, maybe even some things we're thankful for. I know that's corny, but, you know, why not? But uh, (laughs) some of the things that we're thankful for. And then, um, honestly, I want want to talk about Black Friday. I'm not even going to lie. Yes, it's capitalist. Yes, it's vain, blah, blah, blah. But But it's a good time. (laughs) It's a good time for me. Unless they're scamming you, you know. (laughs) Unless they're scamming you, yes. Which they do venture they, into that territory quite frankly. So yeah, well, they, Black Friday is not what it used to be. We can all admit that. Sure. I think that's just across the board. Everybody knows that. But um, yeah. So let's get a little bit into the history of Thanksgiving first. As we know, Thanksgiving is celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November, um, and it was made a national holiday after. During the Civil War, I believe, President Lincoln was the one who made it an official national holiday. Um, but little people, I feel like, you know, they obviously know kind of the symbols of Thanksgiving, which is like pilgrims and Indians, or, right, or Native Americans. But I don't know if they really understand exactly what the history is. And as always, the history is much more complex, of course, than often what we're taught in schools, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, Thanksgiving originally re- originated, obviously, with colonists, settlers, the um, American colonists, well, pilgrims. I don't know if the nation was even being called America at the time. It, it might not have really been like America as we think of it now. But they were um, in Plymouth, so that's like Massachusetts, northeast, on the east coast, Um and really what was happening is they were celebrating a feast for like the harvest, right? Which is, I guess, sort of similar to what Halloween is, but, um, but they were feasting for the harvest and, um, they, so it had kind of this religious context to it. Like it was like thanking God for getting them through another year, um, helping them to have, you know, a bounty with this harvest, having plenty of food to eat. And so they celebrated um, with a big feast, right? Um, But also, like, during this time, obviously there were issues with Native Americans or conflicts, we'll say that, conflicts with Native Americans, Um, mainly because the colonists obviously had come and settled their land. So, like, there's going to be conflict. But the uh, main issue as it relates to, like, Thanksgiving is – the Wampanoag Indians, Native Americans, um, really how they became enmeshed, I guess, with the colonists is they were seeking the colonists, like, assistance, alliance, really, in helping them fend off uh, tribal rebels, like rebels, I guess, either within their own tribes or other tribes that were trying to fight them. Mm-hmm. So they actually reached out on Thanksgiving um, during the Thanksgiving feast to the native, to the uh, settlers offering foods and um, other, you know, goodies to the native, to the colonists, excuse me, for their friendship, their alliance. And they had an alliance for like many years before the King Philip's War or the Great, they called the Great Narragansett War, Narragansett War which devastated the Wampanoag Indians and shifted the balance of power in favor of Europeans. So obviously that was not long lived, but I think there was peace for like 50 years. So for uh, the next 50 years, the alliance was tested by colonial expansion, spread of disease and exploitation, exploitation of resources on um, by the colonists, obviously of the Wampanoag. 
Native Americans. Um, and today, the Wampanoags remember the pilgrims entry into their homeland as a day of deep mourning rather than a moment of giving thanks. So, yes, obviously, the, which tends to happen um, in colonial history or colonial nations such as America is mm-hmm. um, one group remembers a day one way and the other one remembers the other way. Yeah. a different way you know um yeah it's sort of, i guess it's sort of like to be honest like the fourth of july being like a confliction for the black community because it's like what are we celebrating there is no freedom for everybody you know what i mean yeah exactly mm-hmm. or like certain like civil war memorial days and stuff it's like this has a history that is not really it's not for everybody it's for a certain groups of people, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which I feel like a lot of these holidays are specific for certain types of people. So that's yeah. That's that on that. But um it makes me wonder why like it's such a big deal, you know what I mean? Like, especially for example, like Thanksgiving, for example. Um, everybody celebrates it. Well, even I those mean, that were wronged. That's true. That. Well, I think the reason they celebrate it is not because it's like they have um it's it's because is the they've made it the law of the land now. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's like so widespread and so ingrained honestly in our like society now that I feel like people people celebrate it and don't know why they celebrate it. You know, because we're so many generations removed. It's like why are we even doing this? to be perfectly honest, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously at the time it wasn't as big as it is now. And it it was probably only that group of people who were even celebrating it. There was no, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't a national holiday. It was like these, this tribe, this group of native, um, native Americans, this group of colonists, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that makes it sort of like, I don't know what you call it. It's very, um, I don't know what the word is. It's local. It was a local holiday, you know, Mm -hmm. to begin with. But then I think obviously time goes on, it spreads. um, And really it it took off during the American uh, Civil War, which is like mid 1800s. It was a way of, President Lincoln trying to unify, you know, obviously a warring nation. Um, and it became pretty widely accepted. Because before huh. then, I think it was just a Northeastern holiday. Like people in the South didn't really celebrate it the same way. And it had religious gotcha. undertones to it. So before then, I don't think it really even became, it wasn't something that was widespread, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then again, when there was like in the late 19th century, so late 1800s, when there was Im- immigration, large influx of people immigrating, um, into the United States, um, I think they said the white Protestant, white Protestant like community, which is like, quote, what we think of as like Americans, um, were, I guess, unhappy about the amount of Jews and Catholics coming into the nation and wanted to assert cultural authority over these newcomers. So they created a national kind of like founding myth about the pilgrims and Indians inviting them to take over, to like take over the land. So it was kind of, it's, it's like, honestly, Thanksgiving has morphed obviously into this sort of myth, mythical yeah. history, you know? Mm-hmm. Which... They obviously are not teaching that to children. They're just like Native Americans and colonists got along, you know, like really, really reducing it, reducing it to that sort of thing. And it's like not mm-hmm. actually that, you know, I think and that's I mean, that's the issue, I think, with a lot of historical American holiday or holidays re- rooted in American history is mm-hmm. they're not untied from colonialism. They're not untied from racism. They're not untied from all these other isms, you know, that I think is the crux of this nation. So a lot of the holidays are problematic. Yeah. Somehow, some way. Especially the ones on a math scale, are they be, at this point, I think not only are they problematic, I think a lot of people are just misinformed about a lot of these holidays or 
are basically giving the version that is more like appealing to the ear and or they've become a capitalistic you know holiday like yeah and then they haven't even agreed i think now it's it's beyond i hate to say beyond history i mean there's history there but like that's so underscored now yeah it's capitalism which has taken these holidays these holidays are more associated with like late stage capitalism than anything Mm -hmm. it's like i have to buy this get this make sure i have this up to like fit like not fit in with like the cultural standard you know Mm -hmm. um that's what I think is a bigger thing now than honestly the history. Very true. To be perfectly honest about it, you know? So. Yeah, no. And I think in that, like, you know, for example, Thanksgiving and Christmas, because those are like the big ones that I can think of. Nobody yeah. really knows the history or nobody cares about the history, really. Um, it's all about like going out and, you know, there's this idea that, you know, you're spending this time with family and all that great stuff. But there's also, um, while you're doing that, they make sure that you're buying, you know, Christmas presents. They make sure you're buying decorations. They make sure that you're buying all of this food for Thanksgiving. Um, mm-hmm. And like, you know, traveling goes skyrockets during these times and all those things. So more than anything at this point, I don't, and I wouldn't say nobody cares, but more or less people are interested in that because it's just such a tradition of spending money. Exactly. And like the tradition that people think of when they're thinking of like these holidays is like more rooted in like, I guess, personal family or like this kind of collective cultural idea versus an actual remembering of the day. It's like we're supposed to gather with our family. We're supposed to make a turkey. We're supposed to eat stuffing and cranberries. And that's what culture has sort of this designated as like this is what we do on this day you know because yeah. like and advertisements like and films and, and stuff like, like that like it's exactly you know, everything's centered around it school centered around it jobs are centered around it um it's it's wild exactly and like you know i'm i'm here for the day of rest i'm always here for like a day sure. of rest okay i don't have a problem with that but i do think that um it's obviously always worth noting what we're actually celebrating mm-hmm. um, when we're doing these things, you know, yeah, because I think that tends to get lost very easily. Yeah, educate yourself on what you're celebrating. Cause I think that like unconsciously you are taking a part in or supporting the things that represent that holiday. Obviously you, once you know, you can do better, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Until then. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we really could just go down the list of American holidays, which just like probably deserve to just not even exist anymore, to be perfectly honest. But um, Black History Month. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And that's frowned upon. So Martin Luther King Day, obviously. So I'm not saying we should only celebrate like black holidays, but those holidays that are rooted in more uh, caucus um. It's just very, um, there's usually something like almost exploitative about those holidays for one, whether that's capitalism or is rooted in, like historically rooted in taking advantage of somebody or tearing someone down or all these other things. So, um, you know, find some actual holidays that don't, maybe aren't rooted in that to celebrate whiteness, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. That would well, be nice. I think the issue is like what we keep coming to is like whiteness is not really is really just a construction of um it's really a I mean whiteness is taking from other na- other cultures. That's what whiteness has historically been about. Yeah. And that's I think that's what the issue really is for people is like it's not really that they they take from other cultures because they don't really have a have. a culture to like draw these these things from, you yeah. know. Or I mean, a lot of at this point, like a white Americans are disjointed even from really their own cultural history, which would be European nations, right? Yeah, but there's just like African Americans who can't really identify as Africans. We don't really like know that part of us, right? Yeah. Um. Versus the same thing with them, like. 
you know, granted, we had a little bit, we have a bit more culture to identify with because we now we have, you know, we can tap back into those African roots for one. Um, and then we once we got to America and the unfortunate circumstances that we got here um, in, we made our own culture, you know what I mean? Versus yeah. white people just, they just continue to take and take and take. So, well, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think I was listening to some TikTok or something where they're like, I mean, white Americans, the reason why they really do just take and appropriate so much is because it's just not, they have nothing, there's no, no grounding element to mm-hmm. white culture. I mean, I mean, especially American white culture, right, is like very yeah. built on the back of some other group somehow, mm-hmm. some way. Every time. They can't just like make something of their own. Every time. Well, their uh-huh. history is so rooted in like pillaging, stealing, destroying that yeah. to be honest, is like it's their hard. own isn't really <laughs> to do anything different. It's, yeah, it's hard to like what really I mean, I'm trying to think of a holiday that is a white American holiday that is like rooted in like no no other group's oppression. None. Exactly. <laughs> I can't think of a single one. I mean, maybe Christmas that's a religious holiday but i feel like also to be honest christmas was celebrated in europe before they came here so i don't consider that totally like american Uh like strictly american you know yeah because most i just most american holidays we're celebrating overcoming some sort of like war or something yeah or but usually that's at the back of somebody else, some other group of people. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, like even the like the civil war that was over here on somebody else's back. Exactly. I mean, even the World War Ones and Two. Well, somebody else's back. Bunch, somebody else's back, and somebody else's fight. So yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> what else? Um, the Iran and Afghanistan conflicts. I mean, I can't think of it's anything. It's like, these aren't really, most, I feel like most American holidays and stuff are just, I mean, I, okay, we could, we could talk about 9-11, maybe. But I feel like yeah, that's that rooted as a like, result of something, of another situation where they were trying to take something from somebody else and, uh, you know, ruin everything that they possibly had going for themselves, supply them with gums, but tell them not to use it on them, you know, that kind of, that's weird. Um. But no, I agree. I think it's, I mean, it's you hard pressed to find an American holiday that isn't rooted in some sort of like, okay, well, how are you also yeah, interacting with the peoples that you are now, you know, claiming to be, have issues with. For sure. You know, yeah. or that you're like celebrating. Yeah. And like, I'm legit, genuinely trying to think of a holiday that is not... I think the closest is probably 9-11 just because that was a direct attack on the United States. Yeah, but that was as a result of something else. I don't even consider that, like, counting. Like, that's like retaliation. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think that was the closest. Yeah. That's the closest. You could probably, like, you could, like, sort of reason because, I, I mean, innocent Americans lost their lives in that. And we I, I, I do feel for the innocent Americans who, like, they, yeah. actually, they just went to work that day. You know, Absolutely. that I do feel for yeah, but if also too that could have also been prevented. I feel like if America wasn't being messy, so I agree. But yeah. I don't think I think a lot of times there's this kind of American idea that their messiness is not going to lead to anything. Yeah, anything, or that they can't protect themselves. It's it's sort of an arrogance too. I think. Yeah, like, it is. Like nobody's gonna touch us. Yeah, nobody's gonna touch when like that's very much doesn't have to be the case. People can very much touch, and people can attack at any point in time. So, like, and they do. <laughs> yeah, this whole idea of like untouchability is sort of this like nationalistic arrogance. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What's another holiday that like the flag I mean, day? Flag day, uh, Juneteenth, maybe Pioneer Day. They have a Barack Obama Day. I would say Juneteenth, but I feel like that's such a that's, that's such a pushback from people at this point. 
for one, and I think also too, that's to like placate the African American community to be like, oh, here finally have something else. But like yeah. a day is not gonna do it. A day is not gonna do it. I get the sentiment, uh, but like we really should be celebrating Juneteenth every dang day. Yeah, African Americans really built this country. So. I hear that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we just got to give up on this whole... Well, I think people need to reconcile with like what American history really is and um, just sort of accept that, start to accept that more, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think too much is like... We just like end up doing these traditions, you know, like Thanksgiving, and not really considering what the holiday is for. True. Or how it got started, you know? Mm-hmm. And the historical context behind it. So, yeah, that's what I think. But I'm glad to know that um, I think the group Wampanoag Indians for uh, the for Thanksgiving, um, I believe that they are still around, which is good to hear. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, obviously there's like always a fraught history with American holidays. Um because so many of them are just rooted in another group's oppression or rooted in colonialism or uh-huh. sometimes it's rooted just strictly in capitalism. And it's like, okay, what did this have to do with any of the American citizens? Yeah. You know, are we, what are we really celebrating here? You know? Uh-huh. So. Yeah. I'm not even, um, you know, we were having this discussion, but I'm not sure. What do you think about minorities celebrating these sorts of holidays anyways? I mean, me personally, especially like, I'm not saying you can't enjoy it or whatever, but I feel like you first of all need to really know what you're celebrating because you're probably wrong <laughs> what you think it is yeah. um, or what you've been told, um, what you learn in like your textbooks. It's typically not all, not the full story. You know what I mean? They give you what they want you to know. Um, and whoever's perspective is writing the book, that's what you get. So you just have to take that with a grain of salt um, and educate yourself, I think. But me personally, like, I'm, I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving, even though I know it's like a, a family-oriented thing or whatever. I just feel like it's, especially like this, this is rooted in, like, taking people's land, taking people's um, resources, which I think both communities were. So the Native Americans were trying to do the same thing with the Americans as well. Um, but I think that it's just an exploitative holiday. Like, why are we making this, you know, like it's something fun, like, oh, we're celebrating the pilgrims, but like, we're really not celebrating the pilgrims at all. You're right. There is like nothing about pilgrims going on in this scenario whatsoever. (laughs) Whatsoever. I remember doing like little activities with like the pilgrims and stuff for Thanksgiving all the time, but it's Mm -hmm. like, what? That, that wasn't, that's not this holiday. You got the wrong one, so I don't I don't know where that came from. Well, but, I mean, um, I think it's easier to make it's the pilgrims and the Native Americans. It's easy to really to bind them. They're two different, but they're they're different. And I think that's even like the ignorance that you were allowed to have by celebrating this holiday. It's not the pilgrims. You're being ignorant, and you're not really like telling the the whole truth of the story. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's like just lies after lies. I mean, it is. But I mean, that's our whole education system, to be honest. Yeah, it is. And to be honest, they're they're reducing it so that, quote, a child can understand it. I mean, getting into the historical context of like what really was happening on that day. I don't know if five-year-olds can grasp that. They can grasp it. I don't know if they can grasp it. <laughs> I don't know if they can right, grasp well, it. Like, well, here's the thing. I think that, like, first of all, too, um, not saying that your child has to be exposed to everything, but it also is important to be honest with your kid. You know what I mean? Like, to me, it's important to just be honest yeah. from the jump. Um, obviously, there's some things you don't have to, like, leave out and, like, add on to. But, like, saying, oh, we're celebrating the pilgrims and this is a fun, happy holiday versus being like, you know what? This is the day that, you know, some people may have passed away when, you know, um, you know, it was a tribe possibly where uh, they were trying to get some resources from Americans and some Americans were trying to get resources for them. And it turned out to be 
a little bit of like a battle kind of sort of and Mm -hmm. that you know what I mean like you can dumb it down and still say what you got to say yeah I agree I agree with that so I mean I just think that like it's just dismissive to the um to the to the reality of the situation really which I know there's some truths that they don't want to tell in that too so that's probably why but well I think you know once you start when you give a less redactive history it calls and it calls into question the teachers the parents the people teaching you mm-hmm. and they really mm-hmm. people don't want to be called into question by their own children for sure to be honest like that's why they don't yeah. want critical race theory and stuff being taught in, in schools is because they don't want their children coming home and being like well why does dad say this why does mom do this why does, you know what i mean like because then they start questioning grandma and grandpa and, and you know i mean usually yeah, that happens once people go to college yeah. And so a lot of people, I mean, a lot of, you know, I've heard a lot of white Americans be like, yeah, I don't talk to so-and-so because so-and-so is just straight up a racist, like straight up just yeah. problematic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think critical race theory is more than just for, for like minorities, which I, I mean, I guess everybody knows that, but like they make it like a, a minority versus Caucasianism thing. And it's really not yeah. <laughs> in my personal opinion. Um, which goes into like, it like places um, this idea of like, or perpetuates this idea that of this race thing again. So. Exactly. Well, I don't know. I mean, for us black Americans, like to be honest, like critical race theory is like, is just giving a name to our experiences, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because this is like stuff we already we know we have to know when we're very very young when we're little just to survive in this world but um but yeah so okay back to thanksgiving i don't know i i agree yeah i think they could teach this to children in a historically accurate way but also make it child friendly but then you know it cuts out the cute little like hand turkeys and like you know it like cuts yeah. it's sort of like it calls into question a lot of the like well why are we re- reducing all this to this like one to these little cute little activities or like cute little whatever and i, I feel think, like if that's the case you i'm not saying that's right i'm just saying that's what they want to do facts but what you could easily do is st- still have you know relative um like fun activities, I guess you can say that commemorate like the lives lost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why can that not be? I don't know. I don't know why that can't be a thing. I agree. Well, again, I I think so much of it has been about dismissal too. Like they want to just sort of erase the negativity surrounding colonialism and white settlers and like all of this stuff. You know? Yeah. And. I think this that's the issue with all of it. It's easier to just act like it's not there. Yeah. Which is a hallmark of like America. It's just, it's not happening. We'll just gaslight and deny. Yeah. That's like, that's really what, culturally, that's what white, Ameri- white American patriarchy does is gaslight people that they are oppressing. Sure. Into or attempting to gaslight people into believing that what they're doing is not wrong. That is their bread and butter, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. So. Nevertheless, I mean, we can talk a little bit about how our family individually has celebrated Thanksgiving over the holidays. Because then, I mean, there's obviously the macro, which is the political side of it, which is what we were just discussing. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, actually, let's let's round out this little bit by saying we. I would like to redirect attention to the Wampanoag Indian, our Native American community. Yeah. Who, like to this day, I think, from what I'm, you know, been reading, like they still see this as a negative holiday. Yeah. See, like exactly, you could do that for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think that's a good way to reconcile. You know, you have your festivities, do what you normally do, I guess, but then uh-huh. still give to maybe an underrepresented community. Um, and maybe not, a, maybe you don't have access to Wampanoag Indians, especially specifically, uh-huh. um, well, Native Americans, excuse me, not Indians, the Native Americans. Um, 
maybe you don't have access to them specifically, but like, you know, maybe you can give to a local group of people who are disenfranchised. Exactly. You know, um, yeah, because I think that's that's a way to really get back is like, how can I help somebody who on this day, which is wrought with, you know, colonial history, let's detract from the uh, colonial powers that be, you know, which still, there's a still history, there's still people who are very colonial who exist today in America. Oh, yeah. Um, Racist, all of them. Yeah, well, you know, that history, like, how do we take today and detract from that history mm-hmm. by giving to someone who is not a part of that system? Uplifting somebody who is not a part of that system, who does not benefit from that system. And if you look around enough, there's enough people out there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be just specifically a Native American tribe, although I think that is a great way to give as well. Um, yeah. Because we were actually, we talked about this earlier. I think it's really interesting too, is like, you know, although black Americans and specifically black women were not a part of this, like, original that we know of now there might have been some black americans around at that time i don't know um that we know of were not the major group a part of these interactions you know when thanksgiving was originally started but let's think about subsequent holidays who has served thanksgiving meals to white people for centuries (laughs) okay so like history so this holiday is not only when you know white americans set this as their holiday it becomes a holiday that others labor on as well mm-hmm. you know like this wasn't yeah. a holiday that like black americans like established or probably even wanted to participate in seriously you know so i think i encourage people to think about that as well like how many other groups and oh when we were talking about women too we were like how this eventually became like this holiday became like women's work you know like who has historically been responsible for setting the table getting cooking the food getting you know the arrangements together inviting people Mm -hmm. over is the bulk of that responsibility has been placed on women to do that labor right like men might enjoy the feast or the festivities (laughs) but who is actually doing the work to put these things together you know like we're talking about like uh, I was watching TikToks and I was saying the people are making fun of like my mom on Thanksgiving is like they do caricatures of their mom and the mom's stressed out and running around the house and yelling at everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's like because mom is doing the labor. Yeah. They never are making fun of dad or like this is my dad on Thanksgiving. Or if they do make I fun of dad it. is dad's <laughs> drop the turkey in the um, deep fryer and like, ha, look at dad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and mom's the one like really like getting it together. So I think. That's another way is like these holidays when, you know, white male patriarchy sets this as the holiday, it becomes others labor to carry it out. Mm -hmm. When you really think about it and even today, it's like, okay, this is the Thanksgiving holiday. But like the people who work at the stores that becomes who's typically working in the stores, lower level wage jobs. Yeah. And it's like they can't go like they still have to provide. It becomes the labor of other people, other peoples to carry out this holiday that has been established by somebody who wasn't really paying attention or was dismissive of the minority in the first place. So I encourage you to think about that as well. Not just, I mean, yes, obviously Wampanoag Indians and the colonists, but how has that morphed today? That same power structure morphed into what we see going on today, Mm -hmm. you know? Because very true, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, okay. Sorry, that was a diatribe. But how we celebrate Thanksgiving specifically in our family has always been just like dinner, obviously. Yeah, dinner, games. Um, what else do we do? Pretty much dinner and games is usually what we do. Yeah, catch up on the year, on like what's been going on in people's lives. Yeah, you always end up at somebody's house. But yeah. Some relative. Some relative. And sometimes it's like obscure relatives I've never really even interacted with. Yeah. <laughs> it usually <laughs> is. Like, and it's like for some reason, mom knows them like very well. And I'm like, right. what? Never heard of you. But she talks to them once a year. Like, ma'am, come on. 
Exactly. Let's not pretend we know everybody. Just like, that's your cousin. Um, so and I'm like, okay. Okay. News to me. Um, exactly. And then we do Black Friday shopping, which that's a whole. Yeah, we do Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Um, which honestly, I hate to say this, but this has become, that's become more of my personal tradition than anything, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think our nuclear family, like just me, you, mom, and like the close, very close people are more Black Friday than anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it, though. We don't really do anything else. Exactly. You might watch some movies. I mean, really, I we kind of like start setting up for Christmas before Thanksgiving. Yeah, true. So I feel like Thanksgiving is like pit stop along the way to Christmas. Yeah. You know, to be perfectly honest about it. That's true. I've never been, a, I'm not a big Thanksgiving person. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. I like, I hate to say it, but like, I'm definitely one of those people who just kind of like, oh, that's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I've never really been <laughs> big on it, honestly. And uh, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The time I, I puked on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we've had some experience with Thanksgiving. We're just like, oh, I could do without for sure. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and like, I'm not going to eat at everybody's house. Like, no, oh, that's another thing. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. I've had too many bad experiences, you know, right in people's house. So absolutely not. Yeah. And little me puking after that. Yeah. That was disgusting. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And I, that was the year we were with our dad. Um, no, I'm sorry, I thought this, that was the year we were with mom. We went to that relative's house that we had never I pe- been. Okay, going wait, to. You're right. I puked twice. That's been multiple times. <laughs> I puked twice on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. The other okay. time was right before we got the bikes, right? Yeah, and then the other time we went to a, a relative house, yeah, and okay. the relative's house was quite disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> like we, I've never been to house like takeout food, so I don't know yeah. what, what it was. What was really but that going house on. was disgusting. Like, yeah, oh my god, nasty. like literally bugs, dishes piled at the sink, dirty diapers everywhere. Oh my gosh, not good. Not good, not good, not good. It was definitely <laughs> so like a hoarder's house. And I don't know if I just consumed some food that was like undercooked or like something did not yeah. sit well in my little tummy. I puked. But like mm. I puked like days. I was puking for like two days later. And um, like I puked to the point where like I was throwing up just like orange, like acidic liquid. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Which I'm pretty sure that's bile, right? Is it not bile yeah. from your liver? <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like puking bile at that point. That's how much I was puking. So like, mm-hmm. I never went to a doctor either. I just like puked it out. <laughs> that was nasty. But the only time I ate something at somebody's, this is at our dad's house, I ate something at somebody's house. And that came directly from whatever was in Thanksgiving food. And it did not sit well in my stomach. And I had a tummy ache, a really bad tummy ache. And nobody believed me. they were like ah just get over it maybe you just have to go to the bathroom blah blah blah. i was like no my stomach really really hurts you know i was like nine or ten stomach really really hurts kept saying that and you know i thought maybe i had to poop too but turns out it was coming the other direction so (laughs) we like he was like actually like really annoyed when you threw up i was like sir she told you (laughs) yeah and i told (laughs) i I had been complaining the entire i had been complaining, complaining for hours by that time and I just like something happened, and my body was like, "All right, bleh. like let it all out." Yeah. yeah, of course, Aunt didn't believe it. Yeah, and that's that's also another thing. Okay, not to just rag on our fathers specifically, but I feel like a lot of times when fathers are divested from when men see themselves as not having to be a part of holiday festivities and Thanksgiving and all that, they're like uber annoyed when they have to participate, right? <laughs> and so. We were down there because it was his weekend. Okay. <laughs> he his requested weekend. So we're down there. And you're annoyed at the children for having children reactions, you know, throwing up because they ate something at somebody's house that you made them go to. <laughs> I was like, you I mean, I I know the people who listen to this podcast I have heard us talk about him, but I'm like, the stories go on and on at how actually horrible our experience was. <laughs> and it was because he just didn't for whatever, I don't know if this is a typical male thing or whatever, just was not invested in being 
not just a father, not even being a parent. Like you have, you're in charge of two small children. It's the holidays that you requested to have visitation for. And the child gets sick. That's called parenting. You got to be prepared. It was an inconvenience to him. Like, <laughs> a huge yeah. inconvenience. <laughs> right? Like, um, to be honest, like, I didn't want to go to the house, the, per- the person's house. Didn't want to come to your house. Well, actually. So. Yeah. So <laughs> I get sick coming doing this and you're annoyed at me for getting sick. Because now it's his year. One time I had like 105 fever and he was just like, eh, you'll be fine. And I was like, I was literally like shaking, like convulsing. I don't know if I had a seizure or not because I don't remember a lot of it. You don't remember? No. I was in grandma's bed and I had a hundred. And I remember I had had strep throat because I used to get strep throat every year. Uh And um, that's what's so dangerous about like men who say or parent I'm not gonna say just men but in this case it was a man who were like yeah. oh I don't take care of children it's dangerous uh-huh. for the child is you're putting them in the hands yeah. of a like so, sometimes I think I'm like we made it out alive right. we're living seriously you know? <laughs> like, I'm, surprised. I'm really surprised it, it, it upsets me because I'm like there was nothing if we would have died on that man's hands seriously mm-hmm you know, then my mother would have been lost. She would not have had two children because he just did not want to be a parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I I am salty about that. Like, and I, I know this is coming off it like that, but it's like, it's you don't play around people's lives like that. Facts. Which, I mean, I think, <laughs> I think I do, I will say this. I do think there was a level of, of uh, lack of education, but then you educate yourself, period, right? And he was not willing to do that. I agree. So. But and you know what? This is is interesting. We're having this discussion because somebody, so many of these things have happened on holidays. Like holidays for us are always, mm-hmm. in our lives have always been really wrought with like confliction. Because yes, on the one hand, you want to celebrate with your family, but on the other hand, we were being tossed between, you know what I mean? Like two mm-hmm. parent and parent structures that like sometimes we didn't we didn't enjoy the holiday. There was no enjoyment. Because it was yeah. like, we got to pack up and go to this person's house or we got to go mm-hmm. back to this person's house. Or it was like, like, I just, I, I hate that we went through that as children. And I don't recommend that anybody do that to their kids unless their kids really want to see both of their parents and the children have consented Thanks. to it. I don't agree because so many of our holidays were not holidays. We spent so many of our holidays sitting in a, somebody's vehicle. 100%. You know? Just because one parent's got to have us now and the other, then we got to drop it off at the other parent's house or whatever. And it's like, nobody stopped and asked the children. Nobody Seriously. asked us. Nobody was concerned. You know, and then we just, we start puking and then you get angry, <laughs> like you know, or we get fevers and you get angry. It's like, would you explain? Uh, so I, yeah. So I encourage like whoever's listening to really consider like, if you have not gotten the, the child's express consent for, for what's going on between during these holiday season, please consider that there is a child in this situation who, if you're having to do these parent exchanges or whatever for holidays, please understand that this is an experience for a child. You know what I'm saying? And they mm-hmm. carry that into adulthood. We're, we're grown as women and we're talking, and these are things that like have shaped our understanding of holidays, you know? 100%. And we know for a fact at the time they were not considering that. It was just, what do I want and need or what, you know what I mean? In this moment. So, I mean, our father will get his if he's not already getting it. But like, I just feel like we didn't have to suffer in that situation, you know? I definitely don't think we had to, but there's a level of like selfishness which I think a lot of it was not and which I think this is also why he didn't care but he did it for other people mm-hmm. um, who clearly couldn't even raise him but not that yeah. there is <laughs> um, yeah. and so and that, I, I think he just too. it was like somebody was bothering him because from a, from a lot of the standpoints we were always considered uh, bothering him because he didn't want to deal with us because it was like he did this for somebody else in the first place. He mm-hmm. didn't want to have us on holidays, to be quite honest. Yeah. So, when we like got sick and stuff like that, 
It was, it was like, like an inconvenience. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was an inconvenience for one. For two, it was like, oh, well, let somebody else just handle this problem or deal with it, you know? So. Which is, I mean, you need to be honest and straightforward about that. Stop. Because there's, pe- there's people's lives, okay? Mm-hmm. If nobody was getting hurt in this, fine. Whatever. There's two little children who have no power to change anything who had to deal with that you know and it's like it's no it's like no wonder why we don't we don't interact with that side of our family to this day you know what I mean there's Mm because there's so much like dismissal and trauma that was like involved in that you know what I mean yeah so sorry that was another digression but that's actually I think that's important to talk about too because you know this is a time when people like gather with their family members or whatever and it's like People are choosing now to not go back home and not do this and find new families and stuff because they're like, there's so much trauma involved in these situations. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm not about to go sit around Uncle Randy or Aunt So-and-so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for what? And, you know, I mean, that's the beauty, I think, of deconstructing this holiday, too, is like, yes, it's very colonial and maybe we shouldn't be celebrating on that end. But how much has toxic, you know, American cultural standards seep into our families and we just on the interpersonal level can't we can't deal with it for our mental health you know what I mean yeah. mm-hmm. so that's you know that this was sort of a diatribe but I think that's important to realize too is like you know neither one of us are traveling home for the holidays seriously but like now that we're adults we get to we get to just establish that for ourselves and to reassess that for ourselves Mm-hmm. I only wish we had the agency to do that as children, because a lot would Very look different. True. I would oh, have been yeah. puking. I would not have been puking on Thanksgiving night if I had had a choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, and I, I something before while we write out this conversation on like families and growing up and what holidays look like for us, um, I. I will also say that I think, you know, the adults who obviously were in charge at the time, hearing us speak about it now as adults, I think they didn't think that these things would have any sort of effect on us. But yeah, we were children and that was that was our entire world. That's all we had. That's all we knew. That's what we were growing up in. So Very hearing true. it now from me as an adult, it sounds like it sounds bad and it sounds like you must have been really in, enduring a lot. Yeah. And it's like because I couldn't express it the same way as a child, but as a child, that's what that's what it was, if not worse, because I was actually Uh, dealing with it, you know? Yeah. So. And it's always, well, this is how I grew up and you shouldn't have grown up that way either. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what I always that's always what gets me. So. But anyway, for this holiday season, um. What do you plan on doing now that we're adults? I am. Well, first thing first, I'm not going to hang out with anybody's family. <laughs> so yeah. let's get that off the board. Um, Is it even COVID safe anymore to like do that? I, I guess so. I don't They're know. They're not, not really me, not in my opinion. <laughs> Facts. Um, but what I am doing, I'm going to go Black Friday shopping. Um, and I am going to... Which I kind of already gotten like a lot of my Black Friday stuff already because I was like, I didn't really see anything I wanted until like a day ago. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, dang. But um, other than that, I don't really have any plans. I'm going to bond my bunnies. So I'm starting the process of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ocean and Ozzy. And that's honestly it. I don't really have any other plans. Hey, I'm not mad at that. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. While I have like the extra few days off, I'm going to try to bond the voice. So that's my main focus. And then uh, see what the Black Friday deals they have going on. What about you? Um, I think that I'm going to probably do a little bit of Black Friday shopping just because there are some deals out there that I kind of want to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going ham, you know. Excellent. 
Yeah, I only got what I like wanted already because I knew that's what I wanted. So like I yeah. really have nothing to get. Like if I see something I really want, then okay. But, yeah. So like what are you interested in getting? Like what are you looking for? Um, well, as you know, I've been really into doing makeup lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking about go ahead and getting that Fenty foundation that everybody talks yeah, about. Yeah, that's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, so I'm thinking about that. And I want to get a new pair of pajamas. I had some Christmas pajamas that mom got me like a long time ago. So I think I want to do that. And then I think I'm going to... Um, I don't know. I like to just kind of go out and like see. I'm not one of those like gotta have a specific plan of like how I do this and what I get for this and whatever. Because sometimes you just find things, you know, like day of that are like really good Mm -hmm. purposes. So I'll probably end up going to there's one mall I have in mind that I think I'll go to, but if not, I mean, I might end up probably at like several different malls. There's plenty in the area that I'm living in. Same. Same. So, yeah, I'll definitely. But we can all acknowledge that Black Friday is not what it used to be. I mean, the deals used to be really good. And now it's just like 10 percent, 15 percent off. Yeah. Like make it make but sense. I think, uh, I think also, too, um, a lot of the deals can possibly like be scammy. Agreed. Um, they are. They're trying to make their profit. Regardless. Yeah, like they're trying to. They're really trying to make it for this COVID loss. I guess. I don't know. Exactly. It definitely is just like some of these deals. I'm like, oof, y'all are really scam artists. <laughs> y'all mm-hmm. are real life scam artists because some of these deals are not deals. Like fifty dollars off. That's not a deal. Sorry. No, exactly. Not not doing it. So well, uh, be mindful. Tickets. True. Things to purchase. But, you like, know, also you know. too. Yeah, yeah, that helps too. Like TV and stuff. Yeah. Um, but also too, Cyber Monday. Yeah. Get you go cyber if you want something online. Cyber Monday is your day. Not even gonna cap. They usually have really good deals on Cyber Monday. So. Yeah, that and also I think I use Black Friday as a day to like if I'm gonna get something, I usually end up getting kind of like obscure things like that I'd find on Amazon or like random websites. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I end up doing that instead of getting like the new LG TV or the new yeah. tablet or whatever. Like I don't I don't think I've ever purchased an like ele- well maybe okay, maybe this year I like sort of got an electronic for um black friday but mm-hmm. yeah like the stereotypical like blenders and you know because yeah like all that stuff yeah I'm, and just don't like need those things like just, that too i'm more but yeah no, I, I bought a tv oh, i'm sorry go ahead no you go ahead what'd you say i was gonna say i bought a um a tv last black friday mm-hmm. um and oh you did i did well it wasn't on black friday it was like a little sale before or whatever Gotcha. But I did buy one. Um, I did buy one, and but it was like fifty dollars off. It wasn't anything major, awesome. But I had already had in my budget to like buy that, whether it was Black Friday or not. So like I was just went and got it because I was moving um, yeah. a couple weekends after Black Friday. So it like just kind of turned out to be on Black Friday. But yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I didn't. Else. It didn't really matter. It was fifty dollars. Not saying that fifty dollars make a difference, but like you know, I, when I come to Black Friday, I'm thinking like you know, a fifty-five inch for like two hundred dollars, two fifty. Like that's a deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, none of that. <laughs> none of that. I mean, it used to. It used to be. We were having this conversation. Yeah. I was like, to be honest, you know how people were like getting trampled in Walmart or whatever <laughs> back in the day. We would all definitely right. see. Like you see all the headlines about that. Yeah. And I just feel like. The deals were probably better. <laughs> the deals were were almost worth it. I don't, nobody should be trampled, but like ninety percent off. Okay, you take a eight hundred dollar TV and bring it down to two hundred. Okay, Thanks. we might tussle. You know, right? Yeah, <laughs> I might snap yeah, some. I see why you're like, all right, let me just take this real quick. You know, let me get yeah. this deal. That, but now it's like, oh, ten percent off. Take off eighty dollars. Yeah. Nobody's fighting over that. Nobody's fighting mm-hmm. over that. I'm know? not tussling just, over tax. Mm-mm. Right? 
Yeah, you know, <laughs> no. exactly. And like, to be honest, the um, now they make Black Friday a whole month and like really a whole season because they start in like October. Yeah, yeah it's really. like Seriously. they do like multiple deals, like each week mm-hmm. has a deal up until, you know, Black Friday Black or whatever. Friday. And, and you, you know, see all the deals about Black Friday anyway. Exactly. It's like, you know, if we're going to participate in capitalism, I'd rather have a discounted, right. you know, rate. And a good discount. Not and a, good, a solid discount. Raggedy ones. And the thing is, when you lower the price, you get you end up getting more money anyway because, like, more people are able to people buy. Buying. Yeah. You know? Uh, simple supply so while kids. all these businesses are even listening Bath and Body Works do not play with me this year with this candle yeah. sale do not that's play with when, me like that's oh, when Black Friday really went down that's when Black yeah. Friday went down Black uh, uh, Bath and Body Works stopped having $8 candles as a part yeah. of Black Friday right it was done after that uh-uh. seriously <laughs> they, I think they are up to like $15 since last year they were up to like no they were $12 yeah. last year but y'all mm if right. it's anything more, I cannot participate. Right. It's not a and deal anymore. Miss me with the you get fifty percent off if you already buy three. You get the fourth fifty percent off. Like that's how, how they do it. Three hundred dollars, like ma'am. No, that's not a deal. <laughs> buy four, get four free. Do you know how much right. it costs to buy four? Those bottle, those candles are twenty six dollars a candle. Twenty six fifty to be exact. So if I buy four to get four. That's $106. Split that up and put out by eight. That's thir- well, that's $13.25 a piece. But still, it need to be $8, period. Exactly. $8 candles. The store used to be wiped out when it was $8 candles. Wiped. I'm telling you. Wiped. Oh, last, yeah. The other year I went and I went in person, when I tell you they had so many candles still left, like obviously the ones nobody wanted, but like even if people will buy those and just exchange them whenever like yeah. the nobody was, they were like, oh no. But I see why, because you're charging ridiculous amounts of money at this point. And to be Where honest, are marketing a lot of, people, we need to talk. Exactly. And to be honest, a lot of people, once they saw the popularity of those, of those Bath and Body Works candles, started emulating their style and for cheaper. Oh, yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. you can get a similar scent at Target or Walmart now, or, like, yeah. even other places that make candles, because they saw the popularity, popularity of that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, our house used to be Bath and Body Works down for months Ooh, because we got them eight dollar candles. Oh, for sure, for but sure. Now it's like it's just too many. It's too much <laughs> for even one. Seriously, which upsets me because I mean, I would be happy to be in there getting my like you know bunch of candles because I mean twenty four dollars, twenty five dollars, you get three different candles. Seriously, you know. But uh-uh. I remember back back in the day when like high time for Black Friday was like when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. So that's like 2010 to like 2015. During that era, you had to go to Bath and Body Works, Victoria's Secret, American Eagle, and Forever 21. Mm-hmm. And you can add other stores in for a little razzle dazzle. But those were like the four you got to hit up. Period. You know? And even Forever 21's deals don't really be the same because they used to have like, you know, used to be able to go in there and get like a solid sweater for like $10, $15 mm-hmm. or something. You know, just basic Christmas themed or just basic, you know, holiday essentials. And their stuff really don't be hitting like that anymore. Now they do like 30 to 70% off and like it's mostly 30% off on the good stuff and then 70% off on sale, you know, mm-hmm. like. So I'm like, Forever 21's not even what it used to be. <laughs> Fraudulent. I really hate to see it. Yeah, because I mean, Black Friday, we used to come go come out with bags. Bags on bags. Bags. You know? And now it's like, ugh. Like, what am I even so going true. here for? Honestly. You know? <laughs> honestly. So, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'd be looking. I'm like, mm-hmm. does the Goodwill have a sale? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Seriously. <laughs> like, at this point. And actually, I think uh, Goodwill does do a Black Friday thing. At least back home, they did it. Do they? I don't know if they do it out here. I Yeah, they did, like, a little Black Friday thing. I think it was, like, it wasn't, like, a big, big thing. But I want to say it was, like, maybe the whole store was, like, 50% off or something like that. Interesting. For, like, that one day only. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, yeah. Which they need to do that out here because I'm telling you, the Goodwill prices will be the same as for everything went out here. Like, they really trip on the Goodwill prices. Interesting. I, I didn't know they did that at Goodwill. Yeah, bro. You know me. I love me a thrift store. So, of course, I was like, let me just go. Because I was doing my regular Black, Black Friday. So, I was like, let me just drop by a thrift mm-hmm. store. Let me just sneak in, which is what I always tell myself before I, like, end up buying so much shit in there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like, I'm just going to look cool. around. And then, we all know you're not like, doing it. We right? all know. And they're like, just so you know, Black Friday, 50% off. And I was like, oh, now I'm having a deal, too. <laughs> so, yeah. One thing I am looking for, actually, and not that I need another coat, but I kind of want one because they're pretty trendy. Mm-hmm. Like a leather bomber. Hmm. Like, you know, like the 90s, like a bomber yeah. jacket, but it's leather. I want to find an oversized one. And I've seen some... But they're like $80, $90, and I just feel like I know I can thrift that for cheaper. For sure. So I can't bring myself sure. to get a retail price one. Seriously. That is OD. Oof. Exactly. It's like, I, don't be wrong, because Goodwill has gone up on their prices too, but like now that I know I can just get it from Goodwill, it's just like I can't see myself paying regular prices. Exactly. Mm-mm. Not going to do Especially, it. Especially, yeah, since so many of the, um, you know, so many of the things that we want are just or the trends are actually from the thrift store like thrifted stuff you know yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know that, i mean that's probably what i'll end up doing on black friday is like sniffing around um seeing what's really worth the money or not but i already know i'm probably not going to get a lot of stuff because the sales don't be hitting on anything. <laughs> and not that I need it. Cause I usually, I mean, I get myself the stuff I want and need usually as the year goes on anyway. So mm-hmm. you're true, you know, not like hurting for anything exactly. Same. But I might try out the Fenty makeup. Hopefully Sephora has something going or oh, I know Ulta. Ulta does. Yeah. I might try it out finally. If it's going to be a little bit off, you know, Mm-hmm. And then um, I want to try to find a pajama set. That's what I know for sure. I might get that from either Target or Old Navy or something. But other than that, everything else would just be extra money that I really don't need to spend on anything. So, Keep asking Tell me about it. Yeah. That's all you're doing for Black Friday? Does Ricky do black writing? No, not really. Um, she's probably just gonna like go with me and like see what's out there. Yeah, get the pets or treats. Mm-hmm. I actually love yeah, the black Fridays where we would start on Thanksgiving night. Once we started being able to drive and stuff, that's when kind of fun. Because I think you and I would go, or like you and I, and maybe a cousin or something would go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I would yeah, always, or we would like just go with mom kind of thing, like. Yeah. Yeah. Every year, we have like one mall in Columbia, <laughs> like the Central Mall in like Lexington, Columbia area, like where we're from. Mm-hmm. And we, I'd always like run into the same people I know. Every year, even even during college, when I like hadn't seen them in years, I'm like, dang, y'all really come here every year like clockwork. <laughs> I guess I do too, but <laughs> same. I was there, <laughs> right? I'm not gonna lie. I as much as I am against like consumer culture and like capitalism, I love a good season change outfit update. So, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I'm Seriously. conflicting. <laughs> but yeah. Well, we hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. You're probably listening to this on Black Friday. We hope we give you some ideas and that um, you were able to find good bargains. Bargains worth going out in the, the madness for. Not that I, I don't know if yeah. people really go out like that anymore. But um, 
a bargain's worth going out for. I hope you you uh, you're finding them. Seriously, we are unfortunately they're a little bit hard pressed. <laughs> yeah, a little bit hard pressed to find them at times. So yeah, thanks for listening to another episode. We hope you guys enjoyed your holidays. We hope you're looking forward to Christmas. If we you aren't already celebrating Christmas, it's full force now. You have the go ahead, green light. Right. <laughs> um, it's nonstop Mariah Carey till the end of the year. I don't care. <laughs> and let us see. And let us see. Yes, she's been on repeat for me. Seriously. So, yeah, and that means also our holiday content is going to be coming up soon. So stay tuned. Look out for that. All right, bye guys. Bye guys.